you know what else? I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast. It's your boy, as always, Joaquin Figueroa, a.k.a. Wak. And uh, today I have another exciting guest for you because we're just hitting him out the park nowadays. Uh, he's everyone knows him around the city. He's made a big name for himself um, in the city uh, and outside of the city. It's my boy. Good news. What's going Yo. on? What's going on, y'all? Thanks for having me on. Of course, bro. You were always, again, another person that we wanted to reach out to, have on the podcast, because as I just said, you are well known in the city, outside of the city, like you've really made a staple for yourself. I try, here. man. I try. Of course, try. man. You succeed. <laughs> you succeed, and that's the difference. Um, one of the things that I really like to highlight in this podcast, because the whole purpose of it was to show others, like, you know, if you really dream big aim right. big and you don't set a limit for yourself you can actually get yourself out of this this small town oh, yeah, that everyone makes it seem like it's so small yeah, you know it's, it's, it's all about mindset man all about mindset yeah and 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 you're definitely a person that that you know you know you exemplify that so Appreciate um that. my my question for you is um how did you go like when, when you first started how did you like how did you dream like, where did you want it to go? And then, like, what was your plan of attack to get to that point? Because um, as I, you know, as we talked earlier, my brother knows of right, you. And right, he actually right. told me, like, yo, you, you know him. Like, we like <laughs> we slapped each other up at the club. Because did you used to do the, like, the photo booths at the clubs back in the day? Man, every every club you could probably think of, I did photo booths at Magic City, Liquid, uh, then Maxwell's, Venue, Envy. I mean, you name it. Um we took pictures there, man. That was a big part of how I was able to become known and meet people and network and, and just really get my name out there, man. And make some money too. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Of course, man. Cause so. everybody, um, you know, within, within that like set, like, I don't know how you got yourself started. Like what, take me through like the whole path. Right, so like when it comes to photography, bro, like I kind of got into photography by mistake. Like it really wasn't something that I was planning on doing. Like I didn't, I was I haven't been doing photography all my life, but I have been a creative all my life. I, okay. I've been an artist all my life. I draw stuff like that. I love to draw. Always love to do art. So when I came to Rochester, well, let me back up a little bit further. So mm -hmm. I graduated college in 2006. I got a bachelor's in psychology from Hampton University. So boom, did that. Didn't have a job when I was about to graduate. So I was like, yo, call my pops up like, yo, I don't know what I'm going to do after graduation. Yada, yada, yada. He was like, yo. Come work for my company And Let's do that I said bet I always wanted to work With my dad at work for him So I said bet And during the time uh, My dad owned a company Called Stem Cell Authority Limited Which dealt with The storage and banking Of cord blood stem cells From the umbilical cord From when a baby is being born We're yeah. the only black family In that industry That's fire My dad had the company Even before I was involved with it My dad had the company For about 10 years He had it for a minute So and it was really successful In Ohio mm -hmm. So Boom Got involved with it. He ended up taking the company public. The reverse merger was doing really good. Then the people just started get, getting jealousy. Is, is jealousy when money's involved in jealousy? Is it's a, it's a very bad thing. So people basically try to do like a hostile takeover of the company since it was public and try to out my dad. By the time he figured out what was going on, I 
like a million five was min- misspent within his company. Damn. Um, I was like one of the first employees to lose my check because I was the son of the CEO. They figured he would take care of me. Yeah. And um, yeah, to be honest, I just lost everything, bro. This is like in 2009. I lost. Damn, that I recent. Had, yeah, I had, I, had, I had bought a brand new 350Z. Lost, I got that repossessed in front of all my friends because I couldn't make the payment anymore. Mm. Um, lost my apartment, lost everything. Had to move back with my dad. Wasn't eating every day. It was bad, bro. Yeah. So I called my mom July 2009. Called my mom like, yo, I need to just get away from Ohio for a little while. My mom is from Rochester. Okay. And um, I'm like, yo, I just need to get away for a little while. I brought, she was like, yo, I'm going to buy you a ticket. Come down here for a couple of days. Get your mind right. You can go back and help your dad. So I, I literally, when I came down here, bro, I brought four outfits with me and my camera. So when I started um, in Ohio, while I was working with my dad, I kind of started photography as, as a hobby. Like we, me and my frat brothers, we had this company called Front Work ENT in Ohio. And um, shout out to the noobs on the Kappa. So uh, boom, we had a photographer we was working with. Dude just kept trying to. I'm allowed to cuss on this. Show? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude just kept trying to fuck our models and shit. So uh, we had to stop messing with him. So yeah. during that time, I had kind of took the camera and played around with it at a couple of shoots. I knew angles, like I had good angles and stuff, but I didn't know lighting and I didn't know any of the, the technical stuff. I just knew I had a creative eye. Right. So I started doing it just until we could find another photographer, and then I fell in love with the craft. So when I moved to, um, when I came to Ohio, I, I might have been like couple months in just learning starting photography so when i moved to uh rochester or whatever now like i said i brought the camera actually the mm-hmm. camera that my dad gave me i brought my camera with me and stuff and i was out here trying to find a job in something that i felt like i wanted to do like in my profession or like substitute teaching and stuff like that but everything was like a waiting list or i just wasn't finding what i wanted to do i was like yo let me see how far i could really take this photography thing so i started yeah. i just buckled down Started researching photographers that I thought I thought I, I liked. No, not I thought I liked that I liked, but I wanted to learn like their lighting styles and how they actually created their images. So started YouTubing any behind the scenes video I could on some of those photographers, seeing where their lights were placed, seeing how they interacted with their clients, seeing how they they shooting, and I basically started to emulate those things. Okay, and um. And with my own style to it too, but you know, it, you don't. When it comes to success, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just see what other successful people have done before mm-hmm. you, and, you and then you just yeah, you it. put your own spin to it exactly. Right. So, boom, did that. Then after that, um, I had got a job, and I was here. Got a job at Sutherland. That Sutherland was the last real job I worked. So I'm working at Sutherland, and if anybody's at it works at Sutherland on the Jefferson Ave location, you probably yeah. see some of my pictures still hanging up in there because I donated. Uh, some landscape pictures and stuff that I had at the time and just gave it to them. Mm. And they actually hang, hung it up in the building and everything. It was pretty cool. But I used that's to bring right. my print portfolio to work every day, show people that were there. Um, and that's kind of how I started getting my name out there and building oh. my clientele and stuff like that. So, um, and during the same period of time, I met my boy Oz. Shout out to Oz. Um, Oz, Lex, my boy Steve. They used to have this company called VIP Happy Hour back mm. in the day. And that's when um, Soho's and stuff was popping. That's how yeah. long ago body, that was. So uh, Body bags all day from right, my boy yeah. Lex. Shout out Lex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Lex, that's my boy, man. He's shot me so many opportunities, man. I'm so appreciative to have him as a friend. But working, doing that at, at Sutherland and doing, working those clubs at night, mm. shooting those candid shots, meeting those people, just interacting with those people, posting myself on Facebook, I was able to build a name for myself. And then during the time of doing that, I would just study the studio lighting. And it kind of like, now that I'm thinking about it now, it's kind of weird how it happened. And like, it went from 
it tr- my career transform tra- uh, transformed from being in this, this club most of the time and not in the studio that much to now being in the studio all the time and not being in the club really right. like that much. So it was kind of it was a blessing how it happened because it kind of allowed my skill to for me to grow with my skills and yeah. now I'm able to do what I do full time. So dude, that's that's, that's kind of the story behind how I kind of built my success, man. And, and like I said, visualization is a very big part of my success, man. Like you said, thinking really big, um, never putting yourself in a box. Like there's right. a, there's a quote that there's a famous quote that says, "Whether you think you can do it or whether you think you can't, you're right." Yeah, you know Henry Ford. I mean? Right. Yep. So I just go. I just base myself off that mentality, and I feel like you know what I'm saying. I wanted to to do this, and I visualized my success. I meditated on it. I wrote it down. <laughs> wrote my plan down, and just followed it, man. Yo, that's 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 that's. Very inspiring to hear because, um, I mean, uh, I also worked at Sutherland before. That was like, Word. quite honestly, <laughs> everybody did. Every, <laughs> yo, everybody yo, did. That's why I laughed. Rochester, you worked at Sutherland one yo, time. That's bro. why I, I laughed. And, and I swear to God, that's the only job I've ever walked out of because, <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, fuck this place. Uh, but it's no, like high school. It is like high school. Word. It's very much like high school. But um, at that time, I, I mean, I, I, I quite honestly, I mean, didn't really know what I wanted to do, uh, either. So it's, it's dope to listen to you say that, um, saying that you have like a a degree in psychology and now you're doing like photography because it was just something you kind of fell into because you just went with the motions. Exactly. It just happened organically. Right. I just, I wasn't looking for it. It just found me. And I'm I'm so appreciative of that because a lot of, that doesn't happen to a lot of people. And I'm, I was, I was lucky and blessed for that to happen. Well, you know, and not only that, but like now it makes so much sense that you have, a degree in psychology because I work with people every day. You work yeah. with people, um, <laughs> the energy you bring to it. Uh, you know, obviously I looked into you a little bit and you know, like how you explain that you like every photo shoot that you have, you try to build, like you try to make it fun for right. the person Got to Got because, to, and then that brings out a different element to them where that makes them feel good. And then you, you, you take the amazing Yo, one, shots that you take. One thing I learned about photography and I know you'll, you'll probably, attest to this because it's doing video once you make your, your client feel comfortable and, and feel confident the rest is it is a piece yeah. of cake yeah because yeah. it's, it's all about getting them to feel comfortable in front of the camera so i'll just tell i make sure i got my lighting set up perfect and everything take whole pictures show them show them how good they look and then from there it's usually smooth sailing so it's just all about catering to the client man customer yeah. service is key in any anything you do mm-hmm. so. yeah and that's 100 because like yeah and um we we had a couple conversations you know um through through insta and everything when we reached out for this but yeah like this this right here this is something that i i just it was a shot in the dark right. i felt like yo i need to do this and then i was like yo started copping shit and it's and dope then started yo, i was watching some of the joints you had this shit's dope bro oh thank I'm you i appreciate that yeah, but you know the visual High quality you got the one dx <laughs> building and all that's, that bro. that's my man that's my man joey santees man <laughs> joey i've heard a lot about you in your videos too man shout out to you joey man because yeah. i've heard a lot of positive things with your videos so that's what's up and i feel like we never really met before so i'm glad to be able to meet you that's a fact word <laughs> Yeah, but um, uh, another thing too, uh, I think I, it's actually been brought up to me a couple times, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but I'm gonna ask it. Okay, cool. Where did the name Good News come from? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so the name Good News came from, and it, and it started. The crazy thing is, it started off as a joke, right? Yeah. So, um, the reason there's a K in, in my name Good News is because I'm in a fraternity, mm. Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity mm. Incorporated. So, the what it came from is 
I'm a real positive. I've always been a positive person. And, and I got this name back in 2007 before I was even doing photography. So right. I'm just a real positive person. I always speak positivity. Always try to, you know what I'm saying, uplift people. So one of my older bros in Ohio, he noticed that. And we just all joking around one day. He he just was like, oh, here comes good brother, good news. Just one day. Yeah. Here comes good brother, good news. And every time I would come around, he would just say, oh, good brother, good news is here. Good brother, good news. Because in our fraternity, when you address somebody, you say good brother, and then say their last name usually. So usually it's like Good Brother Cardwell, Good Brother. So he just started calling me Good Brother Good News. Oh, okay. So we'd be around, be around bitches and be around people. And people started thinking that my name was Good News. Like they didn't know. <laughs> they just started thinking that my name was Good News. So people just started calling me Good News. Yeah. And that just was like, yo, it just it was like one of those things that just stuck. It just stuck. And then when I was trying to find a name for my photography business, I thought I was thinking of every name I could, bro. Good mm-hmm. news was literally the last thing. I just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just call it Good News Photography." I don't yeah. know what else to call it because Good News is me, and that's my photography business. Yeah. So that's where the name Good Good News come from. So uh, big shout out to my my big bro Antoine Stiff. You know what I'm saying? Gave me blessing with the Good News name, and I mean, it would, you might as well say God gave it to me because it stuck so hard. It might as well be my name, you know right? What I'm no, so, exactly, and word. and I. I highly, you know, like everybody knows you as that. So, you know right. what I mean? So it was, it was like a fateful, fateful thing for that right, to be your right. name. Cause like, fate. exactly. Nice. Cause like one, it's like so original that people are actually questioning like, yo, how did that, how did he get that name? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it, I, I mean, personally, I think it's dope as yeah, I'm well. I'm glad to share a story with you, man. Definitely. Hey man, thank you for that. Um, So another thing that I want to know too is like, all right, going from the clubs and then like starting your your photography, right. you know, your studio and everything like that. Like, how did you get to the point where, or or what was that exact situation or uh, that one job that kind of flipped the switch? You know what I mean? To where now where I'm you're just in the studio all the time, well, not in the club. You're you're in the studio, but not only that, but you got you have some celebrity clientele mm-hmm. and things like that. So you're you're not only well known in the city, but you're well known out of the city as well. But you know, there's always that one that gave you like a little bit more exposure than the rest, and then like from there, you just kind of see mm. the progression. That's a good question. What was that one shoot that I did? Um... That's hard to say. Because it, it wasn't to, just one? Yeah, it's hard. To, I think it was just a combination of, of things that just started happening. Okay. Um, I think traveling definitely helped out a, a lot. Or yeah. I, I know it helped out a lot. So just traveling, um, networking with people, meeting different people. Um, I know when I did the shoot with uh, Kyrie, that got a lot of attention. Mm. Um, it got a lot, a lot of attention. So that, that was a big one. But I was still... I, that was like just a couple of years ago, so I was kind of doing my thing by that time. Um, that's a good question. I really don't know. You're it just, really, it just like I don't really think about it. I just work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just, I just continue to work. And then one thing I do know is when you get opportunities, no matter what opportunity it is, you gotta kill it. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's just like I just made sure whatever opportunity I had, mm. I was try to be rememberable. You know what I'm saying? So people yeah. would be like, "Oh yeah, that he knew what he was doing," or like that was some dope lighting, or so. I think that's a key, uh, definitely a key to success. Try to be rememberable, you know what I'm trying saying? To be, so that, that's mem- good memorable. Advice. Yeah. It's hard to say that. Word. Yeah, no. But um but yeah, that's basically what I tried to do, man. So was Kyrie Irving the first celebrity or Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Nope. Kyrie Irving was the first celebrity. I had shot like Roscoe Dash, mm-hmm. Rick, I had Rick Ross, Fab, 
Jada Kiss. I shot a lot of people before then. Jada was a was a, a big person too that I shot there. I feel like I, I kind of was around. And um, Jada Kiss, yeah, yeah. And my and my my name was starting to get more of a buzz. I remember he did uh, a song with my boy Imani. That's how I got connected with the Jada Kiss camp or whatever because I was kind of like Imani's photographer at the time. Okay, and they invited me to come down to um, hold you down. I don't know if you remember this song. Hold oh you yeah, down with. oh yeah. So uh, I was down, even though they never released a video for it. I was there for the video shooting behind the scenes for it and stuff like that. That's dope. And um, I feel like that was like one of the big times I started being around celebrities. And then from there, I worked with Mano. On his Let It Fly video, doing the behind the scenes for that. Then I came back for another Jada Kiss video with Imani, and I was around that energy. And then it just, from there, it just kind of started just just steamrolling. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it just, but I, I try not to think about it like working with celebrities or just where I just, I just work, man. And just yeah. and try to get the best I can, and try to do the best I can do so the, yeah. the client is happy. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you, you, you realize that a celebrity is just another person. Just another person. He was bro. just another person that it was pro- more than likely in the situation where we were at, where we like hit rock bottom. Right. And then got that opportunity. And then. Exactly. And he and killed took it. it. Yeah. It's about opportunity. He got the opportunity. Killed it. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and that's that. That's why I always fucking like even with this, like, you know, we had. um Quite honestly, like it was dope that that you responded and you were you know so positively and we're like yo like I'm down yeah hell yeah, yeah I'm down yeah, to do yeah, it you man. know what I mean because even then it's like I, honestly for me I I like to think that um, although I I reach out to everyone no one owes me anything you right, know what I mean right. so when someone reaches out and they tell me hey like yo I'm down to do this or or they show some sort of positive you know uh, comment or anything like that I'm super fucking appreciative of it because no one. No one, even the person that that isn't known, has to you know come onto my podcast and right. and have these conversations. But someone who's actually like, you know, made a name for themselves and everything like that, I'm really really fucking appreciative of that. Man, I love being a part of this type of stuff, man. You got, I, I think about it like this: is like you have to treat people the right way. You got to treat people how you want to be treated. Because think about it like this: if I say if I was like you message me and I never messaged you, but I seen the message, I read it, never responded and stuff. And then this podcast, I mean, it's already doing crazy right now and then this next year it just blows up crazy now right. you, are you interviewing all these celebrities now i'm like shit that was an opportunity i could have been on the podcast and had my little shine on it and now i look like an asshole because i didn't answer like nah nah i'm not like that bro i any, anything that comes to me in a positive way i just feel honored to, yeah. to be a part of it just that people want because honestly even though some people look at me as like you know as a celebrity photographer i I don't think about it like that all the right. time. I just think about I'm just a man just working and grinding like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I'm one, I'm one of or I try to be one of the most humble people because as quick as you get it is as quick as it could be taken away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you have to be thankful, bro. You got to be thankful for it, for the little opportunities to the big opportunities. You got to be thankful for every fact. single one. You that know is a hundred percent fact. And um, that also brings me to your uh, your coined phrase accomplished not cocky facts right so when i read that for the first time quite honestly like because i was a person that that yes i like i've always been known as that positive person and like i'm the most positive person like around you know my team and and we then we all got together off of that right off of that strength and then when um i always thought that it was such a negative thing to be considered cocky Mm -hmm. and and then when i seen your slogan accomplished not cocky Honestly, that was the thing that like made it click for me. Like, you know what? Like when you're accomplished or when you feel like, you know, you're, you're, 
you're on a path to a certain point. You have to carry yourself in a specific way. Right. Right. And then yes. there are there are certain individuals that might view that as cocky, but that's not mm-hmm. necessarily what that means. That's a fact. That you know? is a whole fact. Yeah, man. Well, I think and that's when I came up with that phrase in 2012. Okay. And when I came up with that, I just was just trying to think of I was trying to think of what described me at the time. And I said, Well, I'm not cocky. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but I feel accomplished. And I'm like, and, I, and it just it just came to me. I'm just like, yeah. accomplished and not cocky. Like, that's dope. Like, I think that'd be something dope I could run with. And um, I think sometimes when people don't, people can't reach you sometimes. Not, yeah. not Can't reach you, can't talk to you. They don't know what type of person you are. So they just assume that you're an asshole or that you're, you're cocky or everything. Yeah. That's why I said, no, nah, nah, I'm not that. I'm just accomplished. Like, it's not that I'm a cocky person. Is I'm a very humble person, but yeah. my accomplishment sometimes it makes it a little hard maybe to get in contact with because I'm working. Yeah. Not because I'm cocky, but accomplished not. And I felt a lot of people could relate to that too as well. Definitely. So I, I just took it and then I just started running with it and a lot of people loved it. So No, definitely. Because like I said, I didn't even like that. The, like, those are the two things that didn't really click in my head until I said, until I saw like uh, I think you were offering the pins and stuff, and I saw that slogan, and I was like, "Yo, that's like, damn, that makes so much sense." You oh, know what I shout mean? Shout out to the merch. I got accomplished, not cocky jackets about to drop and all that. Hell so, yeah, yeah, yeah. hell Next yeah, week, yeah. So. As soon, yo, we're 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 gonna drop all the links and everything Word. for that. That's you know what up. I mean? Because um, not only that, but uh, personally, I like to um, I like to help people. You know who help me. Facts. You know what I mean? And I and I've always thought that like you know you can speak to anyone who actually knows me. Like, even though I like to, you know, I'm, I'm always that big, that big thinker. Right. But I was never attached to being like the doer. I was just that person that right. always that said something. Yeah, yeah, I had the ideas, but I wasn't really following through much. And then and then it came to, OK, well, now you're starting to do some stuff. You know what I mean? And and now, OK. Like, oh, shit. OK. Now, now, now you're starting to move forward. So um, so I always like I love to know how people are thinking, how people are moving. Are you guys familiar with you? the secret biting chance? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Man. Hell yeah. Se- yo, secret man. That's, that's definitely the way to live. Positivity, law of attraction, attracting positive things to you, man. That's a, that's a big way how yeah. I built my success. And I see y'all live the same way. So that's right. what's up. Yeah. yeah. No, the secret was the, the thing that put that little bug in my ear. And then I started, um, someone else asked me for a book years ago. Cause I, you know, I used to, uh, I used to do like a lot of like bootleg DVDs and shit. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I was hey, passing out the, the secret. Hustle. It's the yo, hustle. That was the one. Honestly, that was the one DVD that I'd be like, yo, I'm going to give you this for free. You know what I mean? Because I was like, yo, that opened my eyes to so many yo, things. it's like planting a seed in somebody, bro. Yeah. You just never know how it'll grow. And you that's- never know. And then from there, it... um. Think and Grow Rich was Ooh, by Napoleon big, Hill. Yeah, great book. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a great book that actually got me onto reading because some, someone gave it gave me the idea or whatever to read that book, and then I read it and I was like, oh shit! And then I started like passing it on to people, but then you start to realize like not everyone really thinks in the same way. Uh, they'll look at the same material that you looked at, and you will you know take one thing from it and you're like amazed by it like yo why the fuck wasn't this something that was brought up to me years ago and then they'll look at it and they'll be like oh yeah 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 that was like you believe in that shit you know what i mean so you know i that's why i keep people you know around me it's no it's no secret right like-minded people Um, and not only that, go go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean um, to cut you off. No, no, go, go ahead. I say, I'm a strong believer about the people you surround yourself around. You become, 
Yes. So that that's yes. just what I want to say to, to to your point, which you were just saying. Yeah. No, because because like the people that I keep around me like now, um, not not to say that I don't fuck with anybody that I had before, you know, in the you know that I grew up with, because um, they're still like minded in the same sense, you know, in a different sense. I mean, um, but the people that I'm with more so now are people that just off chance, like we were individuals who probably would never have came across right, each right. other and then and then we started talking all this shit and then and then we start moving and then one person because of the things that we start talking about one person start moving making a move in one direction and then we all follow and then and then you know so that's it's like the law that of attraction energy. right there right yeah there. that's all that right. that's that energy that will keep you you know keep you continuously moving forward, moving forward right stepping up that ladder exactly making your own path uh, because I think that's important. A lot of people it feel is, like it they're is important. Hell yeah! A lot of people feel like they they should like stick to this small circle that they're in, or like a continued path that that they were destined to be in. You know what I mean? And I'm a firm believer. Like, yo, as long as you find that thing, you know, like you gotta expand your mind. Man. You, you have you to enjoy have what to, you do. Bro. You, you have, have to enjoy to. what you do. So it's uh it's great to always. Uh, you know, speak to someone who, who's like minded like that's, that. That's, that's, that's you know what yeah, I mean. That's, that's but I, that's why I knew that I, you know what I mean, that this would be a good conversation and that I fuck with you because I, I see videos that you put out. You know what I mean, and you're always speaking that positivity. Trying to man, I'm, I just want to be an inspiration for others, man. Because I mean, honestly, bro, it's like, hold on, I'm just trying to do this real quick. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You gotta do what you gotta do. Throw this on. Give us some promo and shit. Oh yeah. Shout out to the Asylum Podcast. We live right now with them. I didn't start off on the live, but big shout out to them because this podcast is one of the top in Rochester. So hey. make sure y'all tune in. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So now, nah, but um, uh, what were we talking about before? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the positivity and everything. Right, Another right. thing that I've seen that, that you're doing is you're promoting, uh, you're promoting something that's like trying to you know, lead people towards financial freedom. And that was something oh, yeah, that Forex. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you like, what exactly is Forex? Cause I know that that's, you know, right. financial so, freedom is something that I was never taught. And I wish that I was right. at a young so, age. I mean, as anybody knows that's trying to build success, you got to have a couple streams of income to get where you want, where you want to go. Right. So I got inspired to start trading Forex from my little brother, my little brother, Anthony Miller, shout okay. out Anthony, shout out for Um, He's a beast at, at trading forex. He graduated from Hampton, is, is like like I did, but he had his uh he got his MBA. And he's just when it comes to numbers and finance, he's just a beast at those things. So okay. for about a year before he told me about it a long time ago. He's like, Yeah, I'm trading Forex, you should check it out. I'm just like, Yeah, cool, I'm gonna check it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then yeah. I'm just going to do my shoots and shit, and I really it crossed my mind. And then he got my mom on it, then he got my aunt on it, then he got a lot of other people starting. I started looking at it like, yo, I, this is something I need to start taking seriously. So um, after watching his progress and things that he was doing, um, I was like, yo, I, I need to give this a try and, and really see what I can do with it too. Yeah. Because now my little brother went from making, went from working for Prudential 75000 a year to quitting his job. To do Forex full time Yo that's crazy So I'm like Wow If you're willing to quit your job Making 75000 a year Just to trade Forex This is something I need to take seriously Yeah Cause my little brother Is one of those type of people that He doesn't do anything Without really thinking it out Like mm-hmm. he He's a very strategic person Very intelligent person I'm proud to say He's my little brother And I had influence on him Right Um. So Now I'm just like Yo 
as he followed my lead and being positive, so I'm like, I'm gonna follow your lead with this forex and see what I could do with it. So, um, for but what forex is is currency trading. Okay. So like how the stock market trades stocks. Yeah. Currency is like forex is basically trading currency and trading money. Mm-hmm. So it's, what you're trading is the fluctuation between the currency throughout the day because currency fluctuates on price depending on what time of day it is what time what, how people are spending it okay and stuff like that so it's the margin in between certain times that you're able to make money off those times so if it's if it's low you get it low you sell high you get okay. it high you know what i'm saying vice versa so is it, is it similar to like bitcoin kind of thing bitcoin is involved in it okay but it's, it's like not, a form of currency yes exactly you. so okay. you could trade bitcoin on forex mm. you know what i'm saying but it's not just the only thing you trade japanese yen the u.s dollar oil gold all of that stuff and um i'm learning i'm learning now they what i signed up i signed up for this thing called uh, iml academy it teaches you how to actually trade the trends to look for how to do it because once you start seeing the trends of how the money moves and stuff like that it's mm. basically the kind of starts it's it's repetitive yeah so that's how you kind of understand okay this is how i need to start trading this is how i need to start doing it like that so okay now i'm building a rochester team because i want my friends to be financially free i want to be financially yeah. free and um you get opportunities just for referring people to the opportunity isn't it is a network marketing company but it opposed to other network marketing companies where it's like the products really don't make money you have to put people on to make money that's mm-hmm. not what it's like with forex forex is you make money from trading but if you want to refer people to make money too you can't yeah so um that's what i like about it it's not just all about putting people on you make you could trade make money you could put people onto the opportunity and make money and that's what I'm all about. Yeah, so. no, and I know and I know that you're a smart individual. So when I saw that you were trading like Forex, I, I instantly wanted to know, okay, what is that? Because um I do have like people who have been around me right. who were who are super positive people and and you know for me it's like, yo, whatever works for you, as long as it's working for you, great. Right. But but then they um they make it seem like as soon as they explain it to you, it seems like that pyramid scheme type stuff uh which is not is not at all what you're describing to me you know what i mean because i know that since you're a smart individual i had to ask like yo what is this right when it comes to when people say pyramid schemes and stuff i think people need to to really understand the difference between multi-level marketing correct and with a pyramid scheme like right like remember i don't know if you remember like a couple years ago People were doing these looms. You remember? I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys remember those looms. Now yep. that was a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Looms were pyramid schemes. Yeah. Um, multi-level marketing is is one of the 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 oldest form forms of business, the fastest form of marketing. Um, and when it comes to that, I mean, even with regular businesses, any business that you join is is kind of a pyramid. When you think about it, it is, like that, because yeah. you have the CEO and then everybody that branches yeah. under him to to, yeah. to make the company work. So. Uh-huh. I think sometimes it's the lack of knowledge of knowing the the what the, the differences are between mm-hmm. some of those companies, but nah, Forex is definitely not a pyramid. Scheme. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, I, I figured that just from the little bit of information that you gave, like you know, Yo, it, like in your my little bro is making twenty k a month off this shit <laughs> now. And I see, I said, bro, sign me <laughs> yeah, up, man. Let's go. Sign me up, bring it this way. <laughs> I did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so. and, and you know, and most of those other situations, like I distanced myself from those things because they're they're offering, like you mentioned earlier, they're offering something that no. You like it's something that you're just pretty much like oh a like a cable right, company right, that right, you right. fucking never heard of or you know I'm just like I'm not signing people up right. for this bullshit <laughs> you know what I mean but this is definitely something that um, and one thing for me is I'm really particular about my um, <laughs> what I promote because yeah. of my um, 
my character and, and the reputation I've been able to build. So, I, I'm if I'm not if I post something, it's valid. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey man, and and knowing this, you know, smart individual that's sitting in front of me, I would I I would definitely always look into if you're if you're telling me something like yo, you should look into this, then I'm not gonna question you. Right. I'm gonna be like yo, facts. It's that's what of, I'm gonna it's do. It's one of those things. It's not a get rich quick type of thing. Yeah. But if you put if you Join or if you decide to, you want to trade, you look at the market material, really learn the market, consult with people that are actually doing it and yeah. get knowledge and then put your, you're going to make money Bruh, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, no. And, and you know, it's just like, like everything else though. You you still have to put in that effort. Yes. Anything. That, that that's just with life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with camera, sure. you, if you ain't put in the effort to learn how to work that 1D, you would be shooting dope ass videos, right? Right. You, know, same, same you thing, have to same put thing. in that effort. Uh, but to get back on, um, onto the photography, um, I, I, I always like to like ask these, these one-off stories. What yeah, yeah, is the yeah. wildest thing that you've experienced on a photo shoot? <laughs> man, I've experienced a lot of crazy stuff, man. I had families about to fight during shoots, <laughs> uh, all types of stuff, man. And it's, it's really all about managing people and, and just, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to, to diffuse situations. Um, all the, it's, it's, I've had some crazy things happen, You've but, but p- people fighting, about the fight between in one of my in the middle of, of a photo shoot was probably one of the biggest things. Like a story, what happened was um, the people came in to do a photo shoot, or whatever, mm. and I, I think it was a death in the family. It was a tough time, and um, while I'm doing the photo shoot, I'm trying to keep everybody positive, and I'm like, okay, yo, just uh, let's get together, let's do this, and uh, I'm looking at one of the little girls. She had to be around 14 or something like that. Yeah, so. I'm like, um, come on, let me get a smile. Come on, let's see what's going on. Let's let's all get together. And, and then she's, uh, she's, oh, don't talk to me like that. Blah blah blah. blah. You don't know me. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, little bitch. What you to play? So, so boom. So after that, I'm still, I'm still doing the shoot. I'm still and trying to encourage. So she finally says, she finally comes out of her mouth and says some crazy shit. And her aunt reaches over and just clocks her. Bow. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, boom. After that happened, I finally calmed him down. I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, for a white family, you guys are totally acting out of character. I don't know what's going on. Nah, I'm just playing that. <laughs> but, but, nah, but with the situation with the family, though, it was actually a black family. But with the situation with the family, they had just had a definite family. I think it was, the emotions were high. In yeah. uh, the in the um, they didn't really fight, fight, but. They were getting into like a little scuffling match or whatever. I kind of make a joke. I have like a little joke about it in my stand up, but they kind of got to a scuffling match and they, they the parents diffused it or whatever. Yeah. But that was like, I was like, wow, like they really started almost fighting in my studio. Like yeah. it was crazy. All right, guys, I'm hoping that you are enjoying this episode so far. Uh, but before we get through the rest of it, I need to bring up my sponsors. All right. This episode is brought to you by Regime CBD Vape and Smoke. They have a huge selection of CBD and vape products. They are located at 106 Cobblestone Court Drive in Victor, New York, right across the street from Eastview Mall. And remember, you must be 21 or older to enter the store. All right. So please visit them soon. Join the regime. Well, let's think of dope situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shooting true. with, that's shooting true. with Machine Gun Kelly. That was probably one of my highlights of really? my career. That okay. was like one of the dopest shoots I did. Um, I was going to Ohio. I'm from, like I said, I'm originally from Ohio. Yeah. I was going to Ohio to shoot Kyrie. 
this time was one time and um i found out that machine gun kelly was recording at um this my cousin's studio in ohio shout out to the buckley house in ohio a lot of uh, dope artists record there and um, he was recording there at the time so i hit up my cousin like yo do you think you could hit up mgk's manager to see if they'd be willing to shoot me while i'm out there yeah whatever and just so happens that mgk's manager and my cousin jamil are great friends so i'm like oh word he just shot shot him a text they like yo shoot me your portfolio they looked at my work they said yo that's dope yeah let's work so when i came down there waiting for machine gun kelly to come in he came in fresh cut fully dressed you know what i'm saying he like hey, and we're talking he like yeah i looked at your work yeah, you can see you know what i'm saying i took it seriously i got my cut came dressed and everything I'm like yeah that's dope so we did a shoot came out fire afterwards he smoked mad weed with me we just <laughs> chilling vibing and then the next day because i was there for i was there for two days the that that actually time that time i didn't actually get to shoot um Kyrie. i actually I had to come back because some things okay. had been trying to transpire that he wasn't available so but the next day he came back through let me hear some of the stuff that he was recording for the fast and the furious soundtrack smoke more weed just it just was dope vibes he was yeah. definitely one of the most humble artists that i've been around and just cool just down to earth you know what i'm saying i really enjoy working with him so that, that was a dope experience that's dope to hear because you don't you Shout know out mgk of course um obviously like when when you think of celebrities you you don't always assume like they're humble they're you know the, right you think, you, you think that they're they're like full of themselves and they're gonna be like yo hell no so it's it's awesome to now there, there like are that. some celebrities that, that are like that of course okay i'm gonna tell you our story right okay let's so, go boom it's me and this wasn't even a, a, a photo shoot story this is just a story that happened with me and a celebrity so boom we at the uh mmg concert mm. That they had back in Blue Cross Arena. This had to be four or five years ago. And I had a good friend of mine, one of my frat brothers in town, just coming to visit or whatever. We just cool. And I took him to the concert with me. I'm shooting behind the scenes photos and videos and shit. Right. So I had printed like some concerts before that. I took some pictures of Rick Ross and DJ Scream had came one time, which is Rick Ross's DJ. Yeah. And I did a shoot with him in my studio and whatever. So I had got these pictures printed out and framed to give to them while I'm there, right? So I'm backstage. Me and my boy just standing backstage chilling. I got the pictures right here. My boy tasked me like, yo, that's Wale right there. I mean, literally, <laughs> when I say Wale, he, he's literally, where you're, where you, where you're all right there? Yeah. He was actually yeah. closer to me. than He's like where like the front of this table is right here, mm. right? So he like, yo, that's Wale right there. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to try to network with the nigga, right? Yeah. So I tap him. I'm like, yo, Wale, what's going on, man? I just wanted to show you some of the pictures I did of Rick, Rick Ross and DJ Scream. Check it out. He turns around like this. He looks. And he had his boy standing next to him, and he taps his boy like, yo, niggas mad thirsty nowadays. <laughs> what? Me and my boy look at each other like, did he really just say that? Like, for real? Yeah. And then, you know, I didn't, of course, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not a confrontational person. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, about yeah. to say anything after that. I just was like, okay, I see what type of time he's on. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, let him do him. But just the fact that I'm like, yo, bro. When you was putting out mixtapes and you wanted niggas to hear them shit, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't want somebody to approach you like that. Right. It's just the fact that it he makes I really am a big fan of Wale too. That's what yeah. kinda hurt me. I'm like, damn, like I listen to music all the time, bro. Like Yeah. But you know, is when the situations happen like that, you just gotta be like, yo, you can't let that change. You just gotta keep moving forward. Everybody's not gonna be a friend, everybody's not gonna be a fan. You just gotta keep doing you and stay keep a positive mindset. Correct. That's just what I did. Correct. 
Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually funny because Wale is one of the people that I'm just like. I think I was just telling him the other day. I was like, "Yo, Wale for some reason, like even though he he's reached such success and he's like always salty." <laughs> like, bro, you're so talented. There's no reason to be salty, but that's just. I mean, that's just how some people are, man. No yeah. matter the level of success they 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 become, they get. It's just like it's it's a mindset, man. It is a, it's mindset. a mindset. It is a mindset. When you look at you can look at the glass half empty or glass half full. Like Correct. it's really all about your mindset. At the end of the day, man, and, and and that's what sets the greats apart from people that don't become Correct. great. Correct. And the number one thing, just uh, for you listeners out there, the number one thing is to start start being a spe- in, in in a certain you got mindset. An iPhone charger by any chance? Uh, yeah, I actually, I think I should have one in my, in my bag. Uh, but no, um, just for anyone out there listening, like it's, it's the mindset that's going to set you apart from everybody else. So you really need to uh, actually don't have it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's like, damn, Um, my life just died. Nah. (laughs) We was getting juicy. But no, um, you know, and, oh, word. Oh, look at that. Thank you, bro. My man. That's why. My boy. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, sir. He was on it. So, um, but no, and, and you know, like I try to keep, I try to keep that same mindset and it wasn't as easy for me as it came easier to everyone else. But you know what? Right. Every single day, like even, if, even when it comes down to reading like books, listening to, to, to positive podcasts and like just putting myself in a position where I force myself to like think in a specific way. So I align with you on that real heavy, right, you man. know what I mean? And it's not. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So if you're not like in that positive mindset right away, don't let that discourage you. Fucking just make sure that when you start thinking that negative, that negative mindset, fucking switch that shit out. This I tell people this. It's funny that you said I tell people this all the time, bro. Positivity (laughs) or thinking positive is like working out, bro. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. It's like. The first, your first day you you work out, it's like you struggling, like, Ugh. but then by the, you know what I'm saying, the the night of day you in there hitting reps, you know yes. what I'm saying. Yep. So it's all about training your mind to think that way. Yep. You're not nobody's gonna come off just okay. I'm just gonna think positive and that's all I'm gonna think. No, that's not how nah. it works. You're, you're gonna get negative thoughts, but it's all about when you get those negative thoughts. What do you do? Get those negative thoughts. Are you going to put them out your brain and try to think positive? Correct. Or are you going to continue to dwell on those negative Correct. thoughts? So it's it's all about how. You practice it Yeah and how you carry yourself right. On a day to day basis And just remember man You're gonna be judged On everything that you do On a day to day basis So that's another thing That's gonna help you On a straight and narrow Right You know that's what I mean Cause you never wanna be That person That's uh, associating yourself With negativity With uh, With gossip With bullshit Because mm-hmm. the second that people Associate you with that You are cut you off From that. the from, right. from, yeah. from the positive world You know I what agree. I mean and, that, I and, you're, and you're You know You're that person you know what I mean? You don't want to be that person. That's um, a fact. That's but because fact. you think the way that you do, do you get into any kind of philanthropy work? You know what? I haven't gotten to, into, into any philanthropy work yet. Um, I would do stuff for the community and stuff like that. Right. But um, it's something I do want to explore within this next year, maybe in 2020. Yeah. But I always try to do stuff for the community. I always try to do give backs for the community. Um, like having uh, Black Santa Claus for people to come take pictures that. of. Or just giving back or having um, different seniors coming to do their senior project with me or stuff like that. So I try my best to mentor the youth or, you know what I'm saying, go talk to high schools or whatever I could do. But on, um, I would love to become more of a philanthropist and to be able to do stuff on a bigger scale. Okay. Yeah. And quite honestly, brother, I want to, like, that's something that I've always thought about, too, because, like, I want to 
work for my community. I want to do things. Uh, I just never thought I was in a position to do anything like that. So if you never ever need any kind of like help with a certain thing I like bet. that, yeah, or you yeah. want someone to join in on that, I'm 100% down for I that. Mean, Cause I, I definitely yeah. want to want to do something like that's that for the community. Cause we definitely, man, I came from, uh, you know, being raised on Clinton Avenue and, you know, Word. seeing family members and, you know, uh, friends of family, you know, who are cut up on drugs or a lot of like really negativity. <laughs> yeah. And like then they're older now and they're like really like bitter. run down and yeah. bitter and like all kind of shit. So anything that I can help with, um, even if it's the smallest things, you know what I mean? Like if you need me to show up somewhere. I'm down for it. That's 100 percent. We're going to be working, bro. All right. Definitely. Cool. Cool. I like to hear that. Um, so. We're getting to the point where I like to ask three specific questions. So we're going to start with the first okay. one. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? In 10 years, um, I see myself being more in the director capacity. Okay. Um, I still probably will be doing photography, but I'm trying to transition my career to doing more movies now. I'm working on a movie currently right now. I don't know if you guys heard of it. I can show you the trailer before I leave. But um, I wrote, directed, and also um, put up the majority of the funding for the movie. Um we're looking to put it out hopefully like around March time. Oh, we're in fire. we're in the we're in the final stages of the of the editing and stuff like that, trying to make sure everything's gonna be crispy. Um but that's where I wanna be at in, in these next couple of years. I'm trying to trans transition more into to making movies and writing. I love writing and okay. making movies during this process of uh creating Rent a Ride. Uh, big big shout out to all everybody that was a part of Rent a Ride, the cast, um, everybody that made it happen. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed writing and I enjoyed seeing how um, it was able to come together, so um, that's really what I want to do. I want to I want to focus on big projects mm. and um, make a difference in my community. Okay, yeah, and that's uh, uh, your. I used to be a, like a theater major. Um, you know what I mean. I didn't end up graduating or anything like that, but that's definitely I'm I'm aligned with you on that too because that's that's dope. I can't wait to see the you know the future movies and stuff that, right. that yeah, you know, we're putting see. out right now is called rent a ride it's about two brothers that started a rent a car company in the hood mm. uh, big shout to the main characters my boy gary funk fields and my boy kevin mays they were extremely funny and it's it's a comedy they're okay. extremely funny guys okay. and um i'm just excited to put this out to the world and i did my best to include as many rochester people as possible i mean yeah. the the whole movie is rochester based but i try to put as many people as possible in it because one of my things i'm trying to change the mindset in rochester people that the same people saying that people don't work together which is a, a total lie people do work together here in rochester yeah it's just the mindset of people not really seeing it in a positive way so that's okay. what i'm trying to change hey man uh as a rochester resident i definitely appreciate that from you um, so, uh, the second question is if you had any superpower, what would it be? If I had any superpower, what would it be? Yeah. If you could the, have the main, the, the first thing that popped in my head was a flash. The flash is my favorite superhero personally in super speed and, and all that stuff. That's, that's fire to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if, if from a superhero standpoint, I love, I love the flash's characteristics, humble guy. Yeah. Um, Super fast, stole lightning, all that. I think that's dope. I feel like that's kind of me. Um, but if I could have, if I could create a superpower, I mean, it'd probably be just the power to 
help people think positive and change their mindset, you know what I'm saying, telepathically or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to really affect people in in a positive way, so... That would probably be kind of dope. That would definitely be, uh, you know, a unique power that people right. So you hear somebody talk some negative about. shit, you just look at them, <laughs> boom, they just turn positive. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's my superpower. <laughs> All right. So the last question that I like to ask people is, what is the craziest thing that you've ever done? Craziest thing I ever done. That's a good question. Um. Hmm, I've done a lot of things in my life. What's the craziest <laughs> thing I ever done? My fiance might not like might not like me saying it because it wasn't with her. <laughs> but when in my younger days, uh, I don't even know if I should even say this. Um, <laughs> I remember one time when I was younger, way before I was with my fiance, of course. Of course. Um, I was with this one shorty. And we just we we're in the suburbs in Ohio, and it's, we just got freaking we. Fucked in the middle of a street. It was kind of crazy. Like that might have been one wild. Of the, that's one probably maybe one of the craziest things yeah. we did. It right in front of people's houses yeah. and everything. So, <laughs> um, that was kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't live those. I don't have those vibes anymore. I'm about to get married soon. Yeah. So, uh, but um, that was a crazy thing. So I know y'all probably was looking for something juicy. That's a juicy. Oh no, no, no. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking crazy as damn so. <laughs> Um, yeah, coming out of college and college days. Oh yes, oh college. I did a lot of oh, pledging. Was crazy. <laughs> that whole situation was crazy. Just all the things we had to go through pledging. Um, yeah, man. I'm just happy to make it <laughs> where I'm at. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man. We're happy. We're happy. We're where you at too. So because I, I can, yeah. I can honestly see your, you know, you soaring. Way higher than you are now So man. Because you have that trajectory From your mouth to God's mind. ears man Thank You know you. what I mean So um, But yeah of course uh, if, if anyone else is like If anyone is living under a rock And don't know how to get in contact with you How would they be able to um, They can check out my IG uh, My IG is I underscore am underscore good news uh, Good news spelled G-O-O-D-K-N-E-W-S mm-hmm. um, They can search my website Which is www.goodnews.me um, that's Emin Michael. Emin, Emin Michael is excellent. So good news. Me is not a dot com. Okay. And um, Facebook, Christopher Cardwell. Search me, or my number's public. Hit me up nine five seven one two four four. And and is it from <laughs> your your website that they can uh, shop the good news apparel and everything like that? Oh, so uh, good news apparel gkapparel dot com. That is uh, the website for my apparel line. We will be having some new stuff on there. Uh, soon dropping the new accomplishment cocky jackets. We see the pins and stuff like that. Yes. So um. Yeah, working on making that a big brand in 2020. So. Perfect, perfect. So, yeah, man, you guys hear, heard it here. Um, my man is uh, an awesome individual all around. He's very talented. So if you ever need any of his services, just uh, don't, you know, don't hesitate to hit him up. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're, yo, I just love chopping it up with you. And I, I highly doubt that this is going to be the only thing and, that and we're I, one associated thing, last with. Last thing I'm going to say is, man podcast was dope i love the energy the questions was fire it was everything was positive just a good vibe so anybody that's looking to promote their business or doing things make sure y'all check out this podcast man hey man it's gonna do big things i appreciate that i appreciate that a lot so as always on the podcast if uh if people are calling you crazy you're on the right path that's a fact peace